Hello there, welcome to the podcast. I've been quite inspired to record these audio essays as of late. And this episode is not so much an essay, more of a narration of my experience of the world and of the increasing understanding of this sort of information that we discuss here on this podcast. And I just want to provide that for you so that it can also expand your understanding, right, of this mind bending of like using your subconscious mind to do work for you, to create in your life. And this morning I woke up, went on a good run, did a short meditation, did some affirmations and listened to Joseph Rodriguez as a supplement for my reading. And he made, he brought up a really good point which was that like we can plan and sort of manipulate our days to be productive and sort of try to contrive our way to success. Or we can take a shortcut. And that is bring to mind a vivid mental image of the result that we seek. And for me, that was, okay, I want to finish this training that I'm creating. That's like an hour long. I want to finish that presentation and I want to record that today and I could just sit there in my journal and write down every single step that I needed to take and kind of use that left brain logical mode to reach that result result or I could just bring to mind what the end of the day of the day would look like and feel like and just to know that ah yes that thing is submitted it is uploaded it is ready and I brought that to mind feelingly, as he suggests. And you reach a certain point when you do this that you're satisfied, that it feels like, okay, that that is now done. It is already done, right? It doesn't feel like it is something I have to do. It feels like it's something that I already completed, right? And in this way, we can sort of communicate with our subconscious mind. Right? By bringing to mind the desired outcome, we can impress upon our subconscious what it is we actually want. And that is so much more powerful than trying to contrive our way and force our way to a certain result, especially when the subconscious mind is not in line with that result. Right? Let's say I want to logically, you know, Consciously, I want to finish this presentation or get this certain result or outcome. But subconsciously, I don't actually feel like I'm going to finish it, right? I don't have that confidence and trust in myself. It's a question if I'm going to procrastinate or not. But by sitting with that mental image of the end, of what it feels like, what it looks like to be done, right? To have accomplished it. You sort of get this feeling of completion, of like, ah, okay, it is done. It is already there, right? And as a result, my morning has kind of transformed from that mode of like, all right, let's grind, let's get some work done to let's flow, right? Joseph Rodriguez, a little bit of coffee, cleaned my house. It's looking beautiful right now. Uh, bust out the microphone and just record, just speak. This is all more in a flow-based manner. And I wanted to share this because it just seems so powerful for me, right? It was such a striking change from moving through the world in a very Newtonian way, right? Of billiard balls hitting each other, 
of cause and effect of you trying to do things in the world to a more enjoyable, blissful state of flow where right now I just get to create and speak and share ideas. So the difference there, the shift was living in the end. It was bringing to mind the end feelingly, as Joseph Rodriguez suggests, right? Bring to mind the desired outcome and imagine it. Create a vivid mental image of that. And keep that in your mind until you are satisfied, until you feel like, okay, that is that is now prompted into my subconscious and you can continue through your day. And from there, you kind of, in my experience, I got kind of a liberty, right? It's like, okay, that thing's already done. I trust myself to do the work. I know I'm going to go to Starbucks right now and like grind for five hours uh, in a flow-based, enjoyable way, sipping my coffee, talking to the baristas, you know, it's going to be awesome. And having that trust and faith in the vision, right? Even this micro vision, it's a vision of my day, right? It's like, it's a, a smaller vision, right? Not the entire vision of my life. Having that trust, it gives me the room to play, right? Because that's already done. Right? So right now I can just kind of chill before I go to Starbucks and enjoy myself and dance and play. And that's what this is. So I wanted to read a little bit of an excerpt from Joseph Rodriguez's video, Influence Others Without Saying a Word. And this is from William Walker Atkinson. And here he says, As if such an individual will keep their mental picture ever in their mind, even though it may be in the background of their mind. So what we want to do is keep the vision in mind, right? And we do this very consciously at first. Like you have to very, pretty much elicit it. And it might feel contrived, right, to imagine that. But the more you practice it and the more you interact with the vision, the more it will just be there at a slow burn in the background, right? You are that identity. You are that millionaire. You are that that person that will achieve that that goal, that outcome. And for those of us who, uh, or those of you who have been working with this information for a while and do have a vision and they know how they relate to the world and where they are headed, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, where you don't necessarily need to bring that to mind consciously every time. It's sort of there. You know where you're headed and you can bring it to mind whenever you want. So when they are, here we continue with the quote. When they are attending to the details and planning of their affairs, if they will give their mental picture a prominent place in their mental gallery, taking a frequent glance at it and using their will upon it to create new scenes of actual success, they will create for themselves a center of radiating thought that will surely be felt by those coming within its field of influence. So let's break that down. If they will give their mental picture a prominent place in their mental gallery, so let's take the, the mansion of our minds, as we discussed in the last episode, which it represents all of the different rooms of mind, right? Each room is a mental state. And within this mansion or, or this museum, if you would, you have different rooms, different galleries, perhaps, different pieces of art. And what you want to do is you want to give within this space of mind the most prominent place, perhaps in the center of this space, the room for the vision. You want to place your ultimate vision in a prominent place, right, in your mind so that you can see it and reflect upon it often and visit it often. And this kind of gives insight to the fact that many people 
and you know all of us to some extent are guilty of this myself included we sometimes give attention to trivial matters right and we place at a prominent place in our mental space instagram and tiktok and social media and netflix series and drama and things that are actually quite undesirable outcomes for our life maybe worries right and ideas of what might go wrong so that's where the term we must stand guard at the door of our mind comes from. It's like we have to be conscious of what state of mind we are occupying. Are we stuck visualizing what might go wrong? Or do we have the conscious capacity to notice what we're thinking about, notice what we're feeling, notice what's in our bodies, and willfully change it into something that is more desirable, something more in line with the vision, right? And that ability, that ability to notice what you're thinking it only comes from some form of meditation. We have to sharpen that that blade that is our awareness, right? Now, most people and the, the untrained mind defaults to being totally engrossed in thought, totally engrossed in emotions, right? Very much like an animal, very much like a chimp, as I've, as I've discussed, right? And we are somewhere between a chimp and the Buddha. Meditating allows you to approach the latter. It allows you to refine your awareness so that you can recognize the state of minds that you are occupying. It's not just about relieving stress or being less anxious, right? Those are just side, those are just benefits, sure. But it goes much deeper than that, right? When we sit and meditate, we're kind of observing the thoughts that arise, right? We've all heard that. Like you see the clouds passing by and you just observe them. That is actually quite profound because it is the fundamental ability that allows us to recognize and be aware of what states of mind we're occupying. It allows us to recognize what we are holding, what we are keeping in the prominent place in our minds, right? In that, that centerpiece of the art gallery that is our minds. Are you having something there that's desirable that you want to reflect upon and actually create? Or is it something trivial and that's causing you a lot of suffering, right? For a lot of people, the most prominent places of their minds are occupied by worry, by outcomes that are quite undesirable and terrifying and full of fear, right? So we have to be aware of what state of mind we're occupying and deliberately place in the center of our mind, in the most prominent place in their mental gallery, as he says here, the vision, okay? So this morning when I woke up, you know, when I run, my trainer had me go do a little 20-minute easy run through the nose breathing. It was quite quite nice, you know, get the blood flowing. And then I did some affirmations. I've been following this morning routine called uh, Lifesaver, and it's an acronym. So S stands for silence. You want to start the day with silence, maybe some meditation. For me, that's like a 10-minute meditation. A is affirmations. I have like a recorded affirmation uh, file on my phone that I just play. And it's awesome. It like It's just me talking about everything that I'm creating in the vision. Uh, and it's saying like, I am abundance. Like I am loving. I, I have a beautiful studio apartment in this city that I love. And this is what my lifestyle looks like. This is the These are the friends I have. This is the beautiful romance life I have. It just really brings to mind in quite vivid detail the vision. Right. So those are my affirmations. And I encourage you guys to create yours for yourself. If you have questions, uh, just reach out probably through TikTok and I can maybe make an episode on affirmations. Then we have 
uh, the V in savers, which is visualization, right? This is where we're able to create our days. It's where we're able to visualize, okay, what do I want to experience today? What outcome do I want to create? And that was actually the origin of this episode today. I was in my visualization part of my morning and I brought to mind, okay, what result do I want? Well, I want to complete this webinar, complete this training, and I want to get a, my first draft recording of it and I want to submit it to my coach. And I was like, okay. And that visualization, it's like it solidified what my day will look like. It's like I already created what the end is okay, on a micro scale. And that is manifestation, right? Manifestation isn't simply manifesting the Bugatti and the yacht and something you're going to have 10 years from now. It's also manifesting on the micro, right? And by bringing to mind the vision and thinking it feelingly, placing it in a prominent place in the mental gallery that is our minds, we can submit it into the subconscious mind and create on a very micro scale. And that, my friends, is pretty dope. So I hope you found this episode insightful and I hope you have a really good day. I, for one, I'm going to keep sipping my coffee. I'm going to probably record another episode here and go to Starbucks and continue some work. So I wish you the best. Keep creating. Keep your eye on the vision. And have a really, really wonderful day.